0: Today we're talking about being thankful, about having thankful hearts and thankful lives. And our scripture this morning is from Psalm 106, verses 1 through 3. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Who can list the glorious miracles of the Lord? Who can ever praise Him enough? There is joy for those who deal justly with others and always do what is right. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Our scripture this morning tells us that we could never list all of the things that we um, could be thankful to God for. And we want to talk about how we cultivate a heart of thankfulness or gratitude. Do you ever wish that you had a superpower Sometimes I do. Maybe it's super strength. Like you could lift a car with one finger. That'd be neat. I don't know that I have much call for that one. Um, what about invisibility? To be able to go somewhere and people not know where you are. Like you could listen to stuff. It seems a little, little creepy. What about super hearing? I could hear what was being said from a long way away. I like could eavesdrop on things. I like to know everything. So that would work well for me. That's a, little, that's a little creepy too. What about super speed? If I could work really fast and travel really fast, then I could accomplish more and have more leisure time to myself. That sounds like one that could be helpful. The um, character Sheldon Cooper on The Big Bang Theory has an eidetic memory which means with extraordinary accuracy and vividness, he can recall whatever he has seen or heard in the past. That one could be pretty interesting, to remember everything correctly and accurately and get it really quickly. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Think about that for a second. What if there were a power that could completely transform your life? It could make your journey through this world better. It could turn it upside down, make the burdens a little lighter, make the celebrations more wonderful. It could give you more meaning to your life. It's even What if it were a power that would spread to others as well? It was contagious and you could catch it and share it with others so that the betterness, I know that's not a real word, but they could experience a better life as well. Would you be interested in that particular superpower? I think I would. Well, that power does exist, and it's called thankfulness. Thankfulness is having a consciousness of having received a benefit. We have lots of synonyms for it, including appreciation or gratitude. The Bible likes the word thanksgiving, thankfulness. In the Old Testament... Thankfulness comes up 146 times. That's a lot for those 39 books. And almost all of those, the great majority of them, 114 of them, are the Hebrew word yada. And it's an odd word. Um, It's translated thanks, praise, glorify, or confess, because those are kind of all mixed together when it comes to God. We are thankful for God's presence and gifts and blessings. And in response to that, we confess where we don't live up to God's standards. It can also mean to throw something or to cast something down. We cast away anything else and we blurt out praise. So it's a kind of an interesting word. In the New Testament, there are three verbs for thanksgiving. And 71 times we talk about being thankful in those 27 books of our New Testament. And the vast majority of those are the verb eucharisto, which is celebration or celebratory, to show oneself grateful, to give thanks. Now, that might have sounded like a familiar word to you. It might have sounded a lot like the word eucharist, which is one of the words we use to describe Holy Communion or the Lord's Supper, a time when we gather in the presence of God And we celebrate with glad and thankful hearts what Jesus Christ has done for us and is doing in us and through us. But, you know, we're not the only ones who know that there's some key about being thankful. Now we find that science is picking up on this as well. I found a study published in Psychology Today that listed a lot of characteristics, a lot of things that can happen if you are thankful. I'm going to share a redacted list of those. Um, Being thankful increases your happiness. Counting your blessings leads to a heightened sense of well-being and an especially positive mood. It also makes your happiness last longer. Ice cream will make you happy right now. But being a positive person, being thankful and grateful, will make that happiness last and endure longer. Being thankful helps you guard against the, the negative effects of stress and anxiety. Gratefulness is associated with decreased anxiety and depression. Being thankful decreases your materialism. This one was interesting to me. Being thankful for what you have keeps you from seeking more and focusing on what you don't have. And that's good for us because materialism is associated with lower senses of happiness in our lives. It our, improves our sleep quality and duration. Maybe we ought to count blessings instead of sheep. It also strengthens our willpower to make better decisions That'll make you more determined. It'll help you persevere when you encounter obstacles, and it will increase the chances that you achieve the goals you have set. It also makes you a better part of the world. Thankful people are more altruistic, more moral, more ethical. They are more helpful, and they are more kind to others than people who don't exhibit thankfulness. And it makes you a better part of the world, because when you express your thankfulness and your gratitude, other people pick up on it, and they become more altruistic, moral, and ethical, and that makes the whole world a better place for us to live. They're not the only ones, though. The business world also picks up on it. In an article published in Inc., um, she also gives a list of things, and I'm, I'm redacting that list as well. People who are grateful and who are thankful, people like them more. Now that makes sense if you think about it. Um, We like positive people. We like to be around them. Nobody likes to be around a curmudgeon too much of the time. Like we love them, but they're kind of a Debbie Downer when we're with them too much. Our psychological well-being improves. We have lower levels of depression, less suicidal ideation. It's linked to fewer toxic emotions. Our physical bodies are better when we are positive, optimistic, and thankful. Researchers have linked gratitude with lower blood pressure, healthier hearts, fewer aches and pains, and improved immunity. You may have more energy to work on your goals. People who engage in gratitude journaling tend to have higher levels of alertness, enthusiasm, determination, energy, and attentiveness. They're better students, they're better learners. You'll also be a better leader. Grateful leaders motivate others to be more productive. In fact, studies show up to 50% more productive by being appreciated for what they do. And the research says it is far better at motivating and increasing production than is scolding. We'll recover from hardships better. A study with Vietnam veterans showed lower levels of PTSD among those who focused on gratitude and thankfulness practices. You'll also feel better about yourself. When you're thankful and grateful for what you have, we tend to have higher self-esteem which means we don't look at other people with as much envy or resentment. We stop comparing ourselves to others. So we appreciate our own accomplishments and what we have been given. Now, most of the research has been done on people who are doing well in their mental health. They're in pretty good condition. So there was a group of researchers at Berkeley University who did a study on those who were already struggling with their mental health. And they caught some participants prior to beginning counseling and inserted some gratitude practices along with their counseling. And they showed that it was very effective. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel like the last two years, we've been struggling and we've been facing some mental health challenges. COVID has changed our world. And we are seeing reports of people struggling, feeling disconnected, lonely, anxious, unsure of what the world looks like, higher levels of depression and anxiety, so thankfulness could be some really good news for us. They divided the participants in three groups and asked one of the groups to write a letter of gratitude to somebody once a week. Take about five or 10 minutes. Write a letter of, of thankfulness to somebody. The second group was encouraged to journal about their deepest thoughts and their feelings, which would also include their negative feelings, like what they were struggling with. The third group wasn't asked to write at all. At the end of the study, those who engaged in writing gratitude letters were significantly more recovered than those who did not. In fact, it seems that practicing gratitude alongside counseling made the counseling benefits infinitely more more better. That's great grammar. It made the counseling more effective if it also included gratitude practices than just counseling alone. They also looked at the fact that it does unshackle us from toxic emotions we change our thinking and our focus from those things which are bad to those things which are good. But now the benefits can take a little time. Participants didn't feel markedly better after writing the first letter. Actually, they felt a little awkward about it, like what's the recipient going to think when they get this out of the blue? But at four weeks, there was a significant difference between the group writing letters and the other two groups, and at 12 weeks, it was even larger gap between them. But they didn't stop there. They used an FRMI, an FMRI machine to look at the brains of the people who wrote the gratitude letters. And they showed increased activity in a portion of the brain that has to do with learning and decision making. Expressing gratitude helps train your brain to see things to be grateful for to make better decisions, to have overall improved life satisfaction. These results have led a lot of counselors, a lot of mental health therapists, to add gratitude practices alongside the services that they provide. Now for me, this is science only noticing what God already knew. 146 times we talk about thankfulness in the Old Testament. 71 times we talk about it in the New Testament. It infuses so much of the the story of Scripture to praise God, to be thankful. They even took offerings to the temple in the Old Testament just for Thanksgiving, just Thanksgiving offerings, just because I'm thankful for all God has done for me. So how can we cultivate a greater sense of thankfulness in our lives? Well, I'm reminded of the hymn that says, Count your many blessings, name them one by one. And this is something we shouldn't just do at Thanksgiving. It's something that should be a regular part of our lives. As a matter of fact, that's what makes it more effective. It can't be an occasional event. It needs to become a lifestyle. So the first thing to do is to look for the good. Look for things that you can be thankful for. Have you ever noticed that when you buy a new car, or you're even thinking about it, that it suddenly seems like those cars are everywhere? Like everybody else went out and bought one of those cars. They're just more on the road. Well, that's not necessarily true. There's an effect called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. We've, better word for it's just frequency illusion. Our brains are bombarded with information all day long and all the time. And our subconscious mind, only chooses to put some of those things forward to our consciousness because we need to be doing things like paying attention to our safety or paying attention to our driving or focusing on our work. But when something has been brought into our consciousness, like test driving that car or buying it, we then tend to notice it more often. So if you look for the good, you will find the good. And the more you look for the good, the more good you will find. But the opposite is true as well. If you look for the bad, you will surely find the bad. Now, I'm not suggesting that we be Anish, naive, or foolish. There is bad out there in the world, and it's our job to stand against it, to carry the light of God into the dark places of the world, to stand for justice and righteousness and holiness. But if we only focus on the bad, our perception can become skewed. So, my second suggestion for cultivating thankfulness is to not overconsume the news. News is a major culprit of negative mindset. If you watch the news in the morning, they tend to recycle it every 30 minutes. And they do that on purpose because no matter what point you come in, enjoying what they're doing as you get ready for your day in the mornings, you will hear the major stories. (laughs) And if you consume too much, if you get a steady diet of that negativity, it'll fill your soul. I laughed because my iPad corrected the word stories, major news stories, to major news worries. I don't know, maybe they're the same thing. There. The simple solution is, once you've heard the major stories of the day, turn it off. The third one is a gratitude journal or gratitude letters. Just make a note of three things to be thankful for at the end of your day or the beginning of your day. It's very close to number four, which is to make thankfulness a regular part of your prayer time, of your time with God. What if... As you listed the three things you're grateful for, you spent one minute, 60 seconds, thanking God for all the blessings in your life, all the things that you've experienced that are going well, all the things the Lord has done for you. And the fifth one and final one is to replace your negative talk and criticism with positive words and gratitude. Choose to be positive rather than negative. Now, some of us are more positive by nature. Um, Some of us grew up in homes where there was a constant stream of negativity. Nobody ever said anything good. They always noticed the bad. And we caught what was being taught by that example. But you know what? You're now an adult with the free will that God has given you. And you can make a different choice. And the Holy Spirit can help you. The Holy Spirit wants to cultivate gratefulness and thankfulness in our hearts and in our lives. We can choose to be living examples of thankfulness. Noticing the good and choosing to be a part of it. It'll be good for us. It'll be good for one another. And it'll be good for our whole world. Thanks be to God. There are more than 10,000 reasons we could praise Him and thank Him. May we cultivate that in our lives. Let's pray. Almighty and gracious God, may we come with glad and thankful hearts to praise and worship You today. So many reasons to give our thanks and our praise. Yes, Lord, there are many things that trouble our hearts, that want to pull us down, but you are lifting us up. You are looking to bring us toward the light. May we joyfully go with you. In the name of Christ, amen.